2: Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Me and the horses are doing well. I am black. You are you and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters. Inspiration, education, application. See, that's what it's all about. How are you spending your time? You know, I was just talking to my producer, John, and asked about his weekend. He had a good weekend at a a wedding Uh, In another country. We won't talk about that, though. I had a weekend in what seemed like another country, another world. But it wasn't. It was right here in Dallas-Fort Worth. It was in a hotel meeting room at the Hyatt by DFW Airport. But, you know, uh, it seemed like another world. A world where hard work matters. A world where we don't play victim A world where we fall down and make a mistake, we pick ourselves up, we dust ourselves off, and we hit it again. A world where we never accept good enough. We're always striving to be a little bit better today than we were yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today. And that is the world that we call Mr. Black, the world of Mr. Black. That's what the song's about, uh, and that's what the mindset's about, uh, and that's what the culture's about. And today you're blessed because today you're going to talk to two people who walked in my classroom uh, at 6.30 p.m. on Thursday night and less than 48 hours departed from my world, uh, totally new people, totally in charge of uh, anything that was uh, over them before have a new lease on life, a new mindset, uh, a heart that's resuscitated, a mind that's refocused. Uh it it's stunning. And that's what we want to talk about today. You know, we have these timelines. And let's be honest. If we're going to be honest, are we it's okay to be honest, John, you're okay being honest, right? I'm okay being honest. You know that it was Jesus that said the truth will set you free. Uh, and it was Charles Garfield or somebody else, because they never know anymore. You, you know, so many people are credited with this quote or that comment, and after doing research, find out that they actually had nothing to do with it. But well, let's do- imagine, let's pretend, yeah, let's pretend, if you will, that Charles Garfield added to Jesus' quote of the truth will set you free, and what he said, but first, it will make you miserable. Amen. And you know what's weird is Americans today— aren't worth, uh, they're not willing to pay the price. We want instant gratification. We want it now. Uh, if you got something that I don't have, it's not fair. We live in a covetous environment. That's, that's what the whole privilege movement is. That's what the whole victimhood of Black Lives Matter is all about. It's all about covetousness. It's about the 10th commandment. Thou shalt not covet. You know, Dr. King said, uh, I, 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 I dream of a day when my four little children will live in a nation where they are not judged by choices that were not theirs, that they will be solely judged on choices that were theirs, to not judge someone based on their skin color, to not judge someone based on their age, to not judge someone based on their family of origin, to not judge someone uh, on what country they were born in. Why? Because those are all choices that aren't ours but what we do in that family of origin what we do in that family or that that country we were born in what we do uh with our past and what we do with our now those are things that we call character and character are choices and it's through those choices that we have consequences and some of those consequences are cool You know, John had some great consequences this weekend for being a a good friend. Uh, He went on a great trip. You know, I had some consequences this weekend for pouring myself out and for giving heart, body, and soul to a group of strangers. But consequences might not be good. They might be bad. There are consequences for not being under authority. There are consequences for not following the rules of a police officer. There are consequences for wrestling with a police officer to take away his gun. There are consequences for jumping in a car and attempting to gun- run down a police officer. There are consequences for leaving your children with a girlfriend and leaving them there for months at a time. There are consequences with all of our actions. And a leader understands that there are choices and there are consequences. And we used to know that adversity creates strength. Adversity used to be the the roadway, the the road, the path, if you will, to greatness. Because we learn in the overcoming. We learn how to pick ourselves up, dust ourselves off and hit again. We learn when life through life's unfairness and, and and life's meanness and life's unjustness that we can learn to overcome, that we can learn to not take things so personal. That we can learn that this too shall pass. That we can learn that uh, God causes all things to work for the good. For those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. And even Christ himself is known as the man of sorrows. The man of who didn't have a place to lay his head. There was no room at the end for him. But last time I checked, the Bible's not full of Jesus Christ whining. Last time I checked, the Bible's not full of Jesus Christ playing the victim. Uh, You want to talk about someone who had every right to play the victim. It would be Christ himself. For God so loved the world that he occupied the form of a lesser being, that he put his godliness on hold in check, and he walked in the lowliness of man. And he died in the lowliness of a cross, the shame of a cross. And yet, what did Christ say? Christ didn't say kill them all. Christ didn't say, my life's not fair. Christ didn't say, poor me, poor me, poor me. Christ didn't talk about privilege and all that. You know what Christ talked about? Forgiveness. He talked about mercy. He talked about grace. Alfred Noyes, uh, Noyes, Noyes, I'm not sure how to pronounce his name, in his poem called Strength Through Adversity, he says, stand like a beaten anvil when thy dream. Is laid upon thee, golden from the fire. Flinch not, though heavily, through that furnace gleam. The black forge-hammers fall on thy desire. Demoniac giants round thee seem to loom. Tis the world's smith having to and fro. Stand like a beaten anvil, take the doom. Their ponderous weapons deal thee blow on blow. Needful to truth as dew fall to the flower is this wild wrath and this implacable scorn. For every pang, new beauty and new power, burning blood red, shall on thy heart be born. Stand like a beaten anvil, let earth's wrong beat on that iron and ring back in song. It was Christ who said, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. And we're going to be uh, joined by two graduates who are going to share that they went into an adverse situation. It's called Leadership Awakening. Uh, And they trusted and they committed and they kept their wits about them. And they were reminded of who they are and why they're here. And they had to pick themselves up, dust themselves off, and again, they had to get out of their heart and mind about what's fair and what's not fair. And they had to trust the process. They had to make sense of something that was nonsensical. And why do I say all this? Because there are consequences for choices. And what you're going to hear about are there consequences for the choices that they made to believe, to trust, to not feel sorry for themselves, to not feel privileged that they deserve better, but to humble themselves and to humble themselves under authority that at the beginning didn't seem that friendly or fair. But they knew who they were, they knew what they wanted, and they knew why they were there. And now you will hear about the consequences of their choices. So I'm Mr. Black, and we'll be right back. we do in life echoes in eternity.
1: Between the stimulus and the response, there is a space, and in that space is your power, your freedom, Dr. Viktor Frankl.
0: Do you need a new battery for your lawnmower, boat, or motorcycle? Full Service Battery offers the lowest prices on batteries in town. Need batteries for your golf cart? Full Service Battery will recycle your old ones and even install the new batteries. Let local, family-owned Full Service Battery put their over 20 years of experience to work for you. They can even custom build a battery cable if you need it. There's only one name you need to remember for batteries, and that's Full Service Battery. Search them online, Full Service Battery. Join the Freedom Insider Club and you could win a copy of our Regnery Book of the Month, The Cost of My Faith, How a Decision in My Cake Shop Took Me to the Supreme Court by Jack Phillips. Register at freedom1570.com.
2: This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be.
3: Summer in the city Back of my neck getting dirt and gritty Bend down,
2: isn't it a pity does seem to be a shadow in the city Oh yeah, I am Mr. Black And you are back to Like It Matters Radio Radio Like It Matters Living life like it matters That's what it's about You have this gift called life And if you don't live it like it matters What a waste What a disappointment What a short sell and so I don't know what you did this weekend, but I was uh, a party to 11 lives changed. Uh, eight students, three staff, uh, and I'm so blessed uh, to have some of those students with me. So let's go to uh, line number one. Let's uh, let's welcome our friend from Las Vegas, Jay. Jay, welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Hey, welcome. How
4: are you doing, Mr.
2: Black? I am doing well, but not as good as you, brother. Not as good as you. It's a good day to be alive, huh? <laughs>
4: Yes, sir, it is. Very much so.
2: Oh. Well, you work for a great company in Las Vegas. What's the name of the company you work for?
4: Uh, I work for Eco tint in Las Vegas. It's a window tint shop out, uh, out here in Las Vegas.
2: Yeah, and it's owned by uh, the Rhodes Brothers, Mike, and uh, some of the other Rhodes. And, uh, you know, yeah. Mike went through my training what a dozen, 15 years ago, correct? Something like that? Yes, sir. Yeah. And so... Uh, uh, he started sending, uh, starting with his son about four months ago, one person uh, a month through class. We do one class a month here in Dallas. Uh, and you wound up your number four. And so you got to tell me, Jay, uh, Thursday night when that class got started, when an, uh, the door opened up and we're a couple minutes into it, what's going through your head, Jay? What are you thinking?
4: You know, uh, to be honest, I walked in there closed minded. So I'm able to get a Um, uh, The class was a a big benefit for me. Uh, I didn't know how to lead people. I didn't know how to talk to people. I was angry inside. I didn't know my self-worth. I just, uh, I I, I wanted to be able to be a leader and, and be able to speak to my coworkers with respect and have them follow, have them follow my lead. Um, because yeah. there's no there's no direction.
2: Yep, yep. Uh, and uh, how, how old are you, Jay? How, how old are you?
4: I'm 40, I'm forty six years old. I'll be forty
2: seven this year. Years old. All right. He's old. Uh, he's a uh, you got Mexican heritage, correct? Correct. Yes. Yeah. So he's, uh, as I said this morning, yesterday morning, hey, Vato, how you doing, right? I'm your your gringo Vato, right? Uh, But, uh, you know, Jay is, Jay's brown, I'm white. Uh, Jay's got a a, a name that uh, gives away what his, uh, you know, his background is. And, you know, uh, that's what I love about what I do. You know, your class, you had uh, uh, two black people in there. You had uh, a few brown. You had a lot of white. Uh, You had young people. You had old people. Uh, you had people from the live and what happened to those, uh, eight people? You guys are like brothers and sisters, aren't you?
4: Yeah. I mean, you know, to see the transformation and each and every one of the people in the class was, is unbelievable. I mean, you know, you saw people walk in with kind of with their minds closed off and not wanting to see what God and themselves had in store. They didn't know how to push themselves. They didn't know how to be better. They didn't know anything about themselves. You know, with this class, it's it's opened up horizons that in and, and their hearts that they never thought was capable. And that goes for myself yep. as well.
2: Amen. Um, and hey, let me ask you something, Jay. Um, was yes. it, The class wasn't easy. It was really hard, correct?
4: It was very, very difficult. But you know what? It pushes you to... Push beyond limits that, you know, you never knew that were capable for a person. Um, like I said, yep. I walked in there yep. closed-minded, not knowing what to expect. And, you know, this class has changed me tremendously. I, I My home life is different. My work life is different. I'm different. I can feel it. I, I wake yeah. up every morning and, yeah. man, I look, up to, I look up to God and I'm just happy as can be. I don't feel an um, ounce but... of negativity in my body, in my heart, in my soul. Um, I just just happy
2: to be alive and happy that I went through this program. Well, that's cool. And, you know, there were some sketchy moments, right? There were some moments where uh, you could say things weren't fair. I mean, I called you out right off the bat, a little confusing at the beginning, beginning, right? I mean, there were there were ups and downs. There were moments that was uncomfortable and moments that you weren't quite sure what was going on. Is that fair to say?
4: Yes, sir, it was. But you know what? After um, embracing the... the the process it, it made me open my heart and my soul and my mind. And, you know, by the look in your eyes, I can look and tell you that tell that you believed in me for some reason. And it, it felt good. You know, I remember you telling yeah. me, hey, I want you to be the first one to be up there. Mr. Castro, I see something in you. And you just need to let it out. And let me tell you, there was not one day that went by that I wasn't standing up first, making myself known and making...
2: People know how, how it how it changed me. Wow! wow. Yeah, and you were actually you were uh, one of the processes early on. You were last, and uh, I called you out on it. I said uh, I, I made you make a commitment. Right? I said uh, unless you okay. have to be, and that means you're you're working to get out of your seat early. That you make a commitment that no matter what, you will do everything in your power to go first and not last. And you you made that commitment the first night, and you kept that commitment, didn't you?
4: Yes. Yes, sir. Because you know I'm a man of my word, and I'm a man of God, and you know that's the only thing you know nowadays that's what people all, all we have.
2: Yep. Amen. Amen. So you know you spent 48 hours. You were actually in less than my training was less than 48 hours. We started at 6:30 uh, on uh, Thursday evening, uh, and we had graduation at 3:30. So technically, uh, you know, 48 hours would be two full days. So technically, 45 hours, if you if you do the math. So what do you think right now? Tell our listeners, what is the benefit from spending 45 hours in Leadership Awakening with Mr. Black? What, what have you gained?
4: Man, I, I gained, you know what, in, in, a, in a small sentence, all I can tell you is I gained my smile back. The smile that I had in that deep, dark spot that I never knew was going to break loose. I, yep. Like I said, I went in there closed-minded. I came out a different person. Now my, I'm exploring yeah. everything about myself, letting myself. You know, I had the fear of failure. Everybody does, but mine felt a little different because of the. You know, the, the stuff I gone through in my livelihood. Um, you know, this class is like I said, it, it is, it is the the most amazing experience I've ever came in contact with. I mean, if if, if I can send, you know people that I know to go. I mean, I've been talking about it like, you know, it's like the best in the world. And it was, it was a great experience for myself, you know, and it'd be great for others. You know, people need to open up their minds, stop being so closed-minded as as the world is, you know, give yourself a yep. chance, and, you know.
2: Yep. And you had a lot of pain. You had, You admitted it. You had a lot of pain, a lot of disappointment. You've made some mistakes in the past. And so that was all yeah. weighing you down. And so you had this fear of a failure. You had this low self-worth. Is that, is that fair to say?
4: Yes. Yes, sir. I did. You know, and after this class and this process, you know, I got pushed to limits that I never knew were there.
2: Yeah, that's so cool. That's so cool. And uh, you say, you know, our, our training is not a religious training. It's a secular, uh, you know, and all that. But I keep hearing you talk about God. This is this has really affected your relationship with God. Is that kind of a surprise to you?
4: Uh, you know, I, when I growing up, I was never too much into church. I was never forced into go and do something that I was not that I, you know, that I needed to do. My parents weren't forceful to me go to church. You know, my my grandmother took me to church, but I never really understood the concept behind it. So, you know, believing in yourself and believing in God and stuff like that it, it it's it's a tremendous help. And let me tell you, when I walked up there and I had to remember stuff and. I, I sat down by myself for a, for a few moments to try to remember things on my own. Um, I remembered stuff, but as soon as I walked in that room, my mind went blank. And this is no lie. Yep. My mind went blank. And the only thing that I had to turn to was my heart, my soul, and the Lord. Because let me tell you, Amen. when I had to remember stuff, the Lord himself helped me remember, like, from start to finish. And it was just great.
2: Uh, that's so cool you've had a lot of tears Uh, you had a lot of tears in class and just when we started this interview you got really choked up what do you think all those tears are coming from
4: sense of happiness sense of worthiness sense of just being a better me
2: Mm, wow wow and 45 hours incredible uh stunning and i want you to know jay man i just fell in love with you and uh you know, I, we live in a world that wants to separate us out. That all for politics, all for power, brown against white, and black against white, and brown against black. And and you saw the opposite this weekend. You lived and loved and learned, uh, and that really is the key to life. And uh, what would you tell people listening right now? Why should they go to Leadership Awakening? Tell them,
4: man. If you don't, if you don't trust people, you don't trust in yourself. How are you ever going to know what your life has expected for you? I mean, how do you ever know that you're self-worth? How do you know that you're not the best you can be? I mean, give it a shot. What do you have to lose? You walk in there not, you know, not knowing. That's the best urgency, not knowing. And then following the process and embracing it. I mean, you can't, it's not not fake. It's real stuff. It's stuff that you have the control over, not anybody else. It's you. It's you who's doing it. It's you who's making a difference, and it's you who wants to change. If you go in there not wanting yeah. to change, it's not going to help you.
2: Amen. Amen. Well, brother, we're getting ready to go heartbreak. You've got a big old smile on my face and my heart. And, uh, you know I love you, brother, and, you know, I'm walking <laughs> with it. you. You know. Uh, the... Yes,
4: sir.
2: All right, buddy. And thank you. For- God bless you. Give my best time- to everybody there at tent, okay?
4: Thank you, sir. Have a great
2: day. All right, buddy. God bless you. You know, ladies and gentlemen, you don't have to buy in the lies of this world. You can have the freedom that's available. It's right in front of you. All you got to do is believe and make it happen. I am Mr. Black, and we'll be right back.
5: Amen.
3: Well, I moved into the house in uh, the summer of 2018, and the siding was terrible. Hi, I'm Dave from Die. I got a hold of JTR through Friends. It almost looked like uh, a giraffe. There were dark stains where the water had saturated the old paint that was on it, but there were other things that needed addressing, and uh, there were a multitude of things from putting doors in and railings and and doing some electrical and things like that, all of which JTR gladly folded into the contract and took care of for me. It was an amazing transformation. In fact, my brother-in-law who had visited before we had the siding done, when he came back about a month after it had been done, he stopped out in front of the house and called me and said, what's your address again? Because he couldn't believe the difference.
2: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters, living life like it matters. That's our motto. When you live your life like it matters, it does. And too many people think there are other forces controlling their life, whether you call them COVID-19, coronavirus, you call them mommy, daddy, you call them who's the president, or what type of government we have. Yeah, all those things might have an effect on us. But we are the masters of our universe. We are the ones who truly control our destiny. You know, the old picture is a a clipper ship on a rough sea, and it says success. You cannot control the wind, but you can adjust yourselves. And that's what people learn, one of the many things they learn in our training. And you can go to likeitmatters.net to read about it, likeitmatters.net. We have a class once a month uh, in Dallas, although in July, I think it is, we will be going to – Conway and my goal, my goal. Don't hold me to it because I don't know what your governor is going to do. But my goal is to be back in Minneapolis uh, in September. It'll be a year and a half removed. Yeah, a year and a half since we've been back to Minneapolis. But that is our goal. And matter of fact, uh, we got another guest with us, uh, someone from the great city of Minneapolis. Let's go to line number two and let's welcome Connor to Like It Matters Radio. How you doing, Connor? I'm
6: doing well. Good morning, Mister Black.
2: Well, is it a great day to be alive? Yes, it is. (laughs) Well, Connor, you, uh, yeah, every day, every day above ground, right? Every day above ground is a great day to be alive. Hey, uh, so you were referred by a a friend of ours, uh, Thomas, and not only did Mm -hmm. Thomas refer you, but he actually, uh, sent you, uh, through our training, and, uh, uh, you, you've you been through a lot of training, right? You have a certain thing that you've been dealing with, and you, you've been through all kinds of training to deal with that issue, correct?
6: Yeah, absolutely. I've gone to 90-day programs. I've gone to three-day weekends, uh, week-long things. I've been through all kinds of stuff.
2: Yeah, and so you—you you actually, unlike many people, you have a specific thing you were dealing with and wanted to deal with. It's a, <laughs> something that kind of got over you. You know, the good Lord says that uh, nothing's technically illegal if you're a child of God, but not everything's profitable. And and I was—I think it's fair to say that you, like many men and many women, got involved with something that turned out to uh, to to kind of get a, a little bit of control of you and was not profitable. Is that fair to say?
6: That's absolutely correct. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And so the reason you came to our training was to deal with that one specific issue and other stuff. Uh, and you came in, is it fair to say, with a lot of skepticism because you've got the T-shirt, been there, done that. Like you said, you've been to all this other training. So you came in with some skepticism, correct?
6: Yeah, that's absolutely correct. I I came in not skeptical of the program, per se, but skeptical of my ability to put the program into practice once I leave.
2: Yeah. Because it, it's, a, it's a big deal. It's something that uh, I've struggled with in the past and really struggled for about three decades with. So um, mm-hmm. it is not one of those things to take lightly. It's not one of those things that a downplayer thinks somebody's weak. It, it's uh, in the world that we live in today, it, it's a big monster out there. And so mm-hmm. um, when you came to class, you had the skepticism. Let me ask you, five minutes into class, what were you thinking? Were you Was it still skeptical, not sure how this is going to help? Or, you know, five minutes into it, what were you thinking?
6: I was thinking, I got reminded of, we talked a lot about, during class, uh, we talked a lot about mindset and decisions um, and how largely faith is a belief system, and belief systems are a series of decisions. And so I realized that I could either decide to be skeptical, um, decide to stay in my mindset of, I can't do this. I won't be able to succeed or put this into practice, or I could decide to basically just do whatever's asked of me and see what happens, to trust the process instead of being so focused on the problem and being so focused on the outcome. And that's, I think, what made all the difference in the world.
2: Yeah, and and I talk about it, there's a a, a chain of causation, you know, and, and it starts with our belief systems. You know, everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief system. And even the Bible says that it's impossible to please God without faith. And faith is merely a belief. I'm not downplaying faith. It's critical. Uh, I'm I'm saying it's at its essence. Faith is a belief system. So God himself says that without the proper belief system, you you can't please me i mean when you get that and so one thing i think i do for people and I, and you can confirm or deny this is i mm-hmm. show you a structure and once you could understand the structure to me it gives us a little bit of hope because i shine a light on a structure that for a lot of people is invisible can you can you allude to that or expand on that or what do you think about that
6: yeah i absolutely agree i think for me one of the the biggest parts of that structure um, was ex- was actually experiencing it um, at, the, at the program. So uh, I've been taught structures and things before, but we actually put it into practice. And I was actually, yep. because of the, the demands of those few days, um, was forced to put it into practice. And yep. otherwise I wouldn't have been able to get through it. And, and so for me, experiencing that and realizing, yes, this is something that I can do. I can, in fact apply these things at a high level when I'm stressed, when I'm tired, when I don't feel like I have much left in my tank. Um, I can depend on God and depend on the ways that I was taught to um, follow him to succeed and to do that. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and that's so powerful because, you know, uh, most people learn what by what they see, hear, and do. And most trainings mm-hmm. out there you're just sitting down being lectured to, uh, by some, and I say by some prima donna know-it-all, and you take notes and tests. Uh, good information, but there's a huge gap between knowing and doing. It is it is right. only secondary to the, the great chasm of between our heart and our head, the second greatest yeah. chasm in our lives besides our head and our heart, uh, is from knowing and doing. That's why I say that everybody in this room is a hypocrite. And my goal is to be a little bit less of a hypocrite every single day, uh, yeah. a little bit less today than yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today. And so that's the key. Uh, and I create an environment that is stressful, that I squeeze you. I, I put a lot of pressure on you. I mean, we, we're we going from 6 in the morning to 2 in the morning. I think Saturday, Friday night, Saturday morning, you guys got out of there about 3 in the morning, correct?
6: Yeah. Yep. We yeah. Uh, We had some late ones. Our class <laughs> – yeah, we, we took a little bit longer than we needed to probably, but it was good.
2: Yeah, but we go till we're finished. And, and yeah, you had a yeah. chance to learn how to overcome. You know, the, the Bible says uh, in our weakness, God's strength yeah. is perfected, that that we must decrease so he can increase, that mm-hmm. greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. And you got a chance to live those three verses, didn't you?
6: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And there wasn't a choice, um, there was nope. either quit. And go home or yep. live those three verses. And Amen. Amen. I I'm so glad that
2: I did. Yep. And what you said is so true. I do remove choice. You know, I, I was counseling a guy one time and I asked him what was the greatest gift that God's ever given you. And I, I thought he was going to say his wife or his kids or his job or the, mm-hmm. uh, to me, it's the knowledge of knowing him, it's to be loved mm-hmm. by him and, and all that. But he said free will. And I almost mm-hmm. choked. I'm like, free will is the greatest gift God gave you. Can I tell you, I think it's the worst thing he's ever given us. I've attempted to give it back over and over and over, yeah. and yeah. he won't take it. But for you, you're right, Connor. I remove choice, and the choice is this. You either do what I put in front of you or you get out of my classroom. That's okay. your choice. <laughs> there is no other choice, and uh, it seems harsh. It seems, quote, I'll use today's terminology, unfair, unfair. Uh, all that, but I love you enough uh, that I was either going to get you on the narrow path or get you out of the door and you could stay on the wide path like with the rest of the world, right? That's a fair statement, correct?
6: Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree. And I think the 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 whole issue of free will was something that I really realized. Uh, As a kid, I was abused quite a bit. And so that choice was taken from me um, as a child. And I, I can't tell you how many times I've asked God to be like, you know, just do this for me. Like, control me. I yep. just want you to literally do everything you want to do with me and just me be a robot sometimes. It would be easier that way. But as I realized the gift that choice has, um, he's given me free will so that I can choose to follow him. And that that's, again, made all the difference in the world.
2: Yeah, and the sad part is we live in a world today that, that wants you to be a victim. They right. say you are exactly. a victim. You should now. Now you have been victimized, just like I have been victimized. Right. So I'm not downplaying the fact that people did some things to you, and people in authority and people in the yep. church uh, did some things to you uh, that are ungodly, uh, that are uh, technically illegal, uh, and are wrong. And it was very easy for us to play the victim. Correct.
6: Correct. To you stay the victim too.
2: Yep. That's the key. Once you are a victim, uh, you, most people stay a victim. It, it's mm-hmm. hard to get out of victim mode, and that's why I talk about the drama triangle, that you know, there's the, the persecutor, the victim, and the rescuer. And America is on this drama triangle that, uh, again, please hear this. I'm not saying people aren't victimized. I've been victimized. Right. Uh, connor has been victimized. There's a lot of people victimized. But I yeah. teach a lot about the structure of our beliefs. And one thing I learned a long time ago is be careful what you attach to your identity because it's a lot easier to change what we do than who we are. And, hey, mm-hmm. Connor, we're getting ready to go a hard break. I would love to just keep you over the break. I just got two more questions for you. Can you stay sure. on for the break with us? Yeah, no problem. Awesome. Awesome, because I want to really, I want to ask the the key question of, of what's different in your life today uh, versus when you walked in my room 48 hours earlier. Because that is such a key question, and and we're talking with Connor, and Connor's like a lot of people out there. He's dealing with some uh, things that happened to him that never should have happened to him. Things that happened to him as a young child that still haunt him to this day. And as an adult, he's been having a hard time breaking out of those patterns. And so I am Mr. Black. We'll be right back.
0: Try and try, try and try.
2: you succeed at last. You can get it if you really
1: want. I know it. Don't I show it? If you really want.
5: We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey.
1: Look at all these options.
0: You could fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream Freedom 1570. Top shelf choices include freedom1570.com, our free app at radio.com.
1: Whenever the flu or something worse is going around, some people don't get it. They aren't just lucky. Their immune systems are better prepared. Even vaccines don't work if the immune system is weak. I'm certified clinical nutritionist Marty Whittakin. On my Healthy by Nature show, our expert guests teach you how to build immune strength naturally and feel better, more energetic.
0: Healthy by Nature, Saturdays at 8 a.m. here on Freedom 1570.
2: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black. And you are lucky because today we have guests who went through my leadership training last week. And you can read about it at likeitmatters.net. Uh, and are here to share you how hope works and how commitment works and how change can take place in a very short period of time. So let's welcome Connor back to Like It Matters Radio. Thanks again for staying with us, Connor. Oh, absolutely. So two things. Number one, um, greatest benefit. Uh, You know, you spent 45 hours. I was doing the math with Jay. You know, he started at 6.30 on Thursday, and you had graduation start at 3.30 on Saturday, so that's technically 45 hours, and you did have a few hours of sleep and a few hours to eat. So uh, what's the big takeaway? What's the greatest benefit that you received from that 45 hours with me?
6: The greatest benefit I received for me was, being put in a position where I had to put up or shut up. Essentially. Um, I had to do what I thought was impossible, which was follow through in a really stressful environment to function at a high level that I didn't think that I was capable of. Um, and to rely on God to get me through it. Uh, I always thought God could get me through it, but I never thought that I could hold up my end of the deal until now. And, Wow. I actually was forced to do that, and I'm super glad that I did and for so now i'm it has made me a lot more confident in not only my ability but God's ability to get me through things that I didn't think I could get through,
2: yeah, that's so critical because ours is I call it situational leadership, you know it's one thing mm-hmm. to know the scriptures. Uh, it's one okay. thing to know what to do, but to actually do it, and then to get your 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 conditioning, if you will, I actually physically and mentally and psychologically condition you to be right. able to change, to to take those things that you believe now and put them into motion. And so, so what have you noticed different about yourself this week? You you know came back Saturday night, you flew back to mm-hmm. Minneapolis. So, what have you noticed since you've been back? What's different about Connor? I
6: think I'm. If if this could be a good word to describe, I feel lighter, um, as in I don't feel as heavy. I was carrying around the burden of responsibility for my shortcomings, my sins, things like that. Um, and it was great to do an exercise where we physically left those things behind. Um, and that hammered home for me. I realized that I learned a lot by doing and so I was able to realize that that's exactly what Christ did on the cross, and so all my sins are taken care of, and not only the the penalty of them, but the power of sin over me. And so I can instead depend on God's power, and I feel lighter and more free because of it.
2: That's so cool. And, and again, this is secular trading. What's so cool, I love it, is yeah, exactly. this is secular trading, and yet listen how many people are recommitted to God, because again, faith is nothing more than a belief system, and, and most people say, you know, they identify as a Christian, but even Billy Graham said, you know, 70% of people in church are dead, and the Lord himself in Matthew 7 says, many will say, Lord, Lord, and he'll say, I never knew you. Uh, yeah. Be gone from me, your work of iniquity. Yeah, and so all these people identifying as Christians, but what does that faith look like? What does that faith sound like? What does that faith feel like? And that's where James says faith without works is dead. He's not contradicting Paul who said it's grace alone through faith alone in Christ alone. He's mm-hmm. saying if you really did change, then it's going to show up externally. And you really have changed now, haven't you?
6: I think I
2: have. I know I have. No, you have. You have. I told you, don't think you have. You have. And uh, you're acting yeah. different. You're thinking different, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I and am. And the biggest yeah. thing, I, uh, you are. I'm not going to let you go backwards, brother. I told you, you <laughs> will walk together. And uh, you know that. You know I'm a man of yeah. my word now. You didn't know that before. Now you do, right? I do. Yep. And you said something so powerful, and it goes back to the reticular activating system, and then I'll let you go after this. You said the big thing that you realized is you were so focused on the problem that it kind of owned you, that your shift was focusing on a solution, and that's been all the difference in the world, correct?
6: Yeah, absolutely. It absolutely has.
2: And, uh, it's the Raz. So anyways, brother, I've kept you longer than I said I would, but uh, <laughs> what would you tell somebody? You're not skeptical anymore. You had change. Okay. You've, you've worked on something all your life, something that traumatizes you as a kid, something that's been uh, messing with your marriage, messing with your adult life, uh, mm-hmm. and now you're free from it. What would you tell people listening right now? Why should they attend or even consider attending? Uh,
6: consider attending because you will find out what you're made of and you will also find out how to be made of something different in those times.
2: Wow. Wow. Boy, that's uh yeah, less is more. That's good. That's a, that's a good quote right there, brother. I I'll pay you for that later. Okay. That's a good one. That's a real good one. But hey, brother, I appreciate you so much, and you know I'm walking with you. I send you the Way of the Warrior blog every day. Uh, yeah. I've reached out to you since you've been back home on 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 yeah. Sunday to check on you. Uh, you know I'm here, so uh, you know morning, night. Uh, I I don't keep office hours. I work for God, so whatever I can do to serve you, you let me know. Okay, brother. Thanks. I appreciate it, brother. I'll talk right. to you soon. All right. Have a great day. All right, buddy. Bye. Bye. You know, ladies and gentlemen, in the wrap up here, I want to tell you, I teach you how you work. See, God's given me a little extra dose of light. You know, I take all the uh, the you know the psychology and the disciplines of transactional analysis with Dr. Eric Byrne, uh, my masters in neurolinguistic programming, the work done by Drs. Milton Erickson and Virginia Satir. Uh, The work of Multiple Intelligences by Dr. Howard Gardner, Logotherapy with Dr. Victor Frankel, Constant Never-Ending Improvement, uh, Dr. Deming, Emotional Intelligence, a lot of the work of Dan Goldman. And I am a man of God. And so if I can't wrap it in the Word of God, then it's just my opinion. And be honest with you, everybody's got an opinion. Uh, And uh, you can take my opinion and go to the Come and Go there in Minneapolis or the 7-Eleven here in Texas or in Las Vegas. And you can take my opinion and get a small cup of coffee, but you better have a buck with you uh, because uh, my opinion all doesn't matter. They're going to still require a dollar from you.
0: you. And
2: my opinion, yeah, my opinion is really what you give it. But I always wrap it in the word of God because if I can't justify what I'm saying, what I'm doing with the word of God, then it's just like the world. And the world is feeding us a bunch of goo. And some of you are buying that goo, uh, and it's goo on you because it's not, it's, not, yeah, it's not true, man. It's not true. Two things I want to address. Number one, we all have a past. And, you know, uh, if we're going to be honest, we've all done things in our past that we're not proud of, and we've all had things done to us. Uh, Connor was uh, someone who had some things done to him uh, that should have never been done to anybody. Uh, and because of that, it uh, triggered uh, a, a, a focus of his, in a, a way that he would look at things that he shouldn't be looking at. Uh, and he would do things late at night that a lot of you do and lot I used to do that aren't pleasing to our spouses, that aren't pleasing to our God, uh, and that aren't helpful in the bigger picture of life. But it becomes an addiction. Uh, and once we get those things, addictions, uh, we don't know if we can get help. And Connor's been through, like he said, 90-day programs. He's been to like three or four events in churches, three-day events in churches. Matter of fact, Connor was supposed to go to my class last month, but he was in a church event to deal with this issue that, of course, wasn't dealt with. And so he comes to my training, and 45 hours later, he's got the keys, he's got the tools, he's got the know-how, and not only that, he's got the experience. Uh, And so you got to realize that we can't change our past. Uh, I'd love to go back in time. I don't have a DeLorean, and I'm not Michael J. Fox, and I don't have a Wayback Machine. But what we can do is something different in the now moment. We can do something different in the now moment so that this moment is different than the last moment, and the next moment is different than this moment. And lastly, I want to address the logical levels. You know, we attach things to our identity uh, and their behavior. And the problem is it's a lot harder to change who we are than what we do. And so psychologically, i got to make sure I can get you to put your issues, your dilemmas in the right place so we can properly deal with them. Because we're dealing with the unconscious mind. We only use 3 to 5% of our brain consciously. That's why you can't consciously change these things you've been working on for decades. You've got to know the laws, the rules of the unconscious brain because the unconscious brain runs the ship. And if you want to make any change, lasting change, you must do it the way the unconscious brain works because it is the key. It runs the ship. So go to likeitmatters.net and you can read about it. And every day, Monday through Friday from 11 to 12 a.m., 12 noon, Central Standard Time, you can listen to Like It Matters Radio. If you miss any of it, go to likeitmattersradio.com. You're under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. I am Mr. Black helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does.
3: My heart says darker shame, darker Thank you.